Hello, and welcome to another American Road Trip Talk, where you meet the people behind the colorful content of our American Road magazine. I'm Foster Brown, your host. His voice reminds you of smoke-filled saloons, tall tales around campfires, and sun-baked days on the high desert. Rollin Southwell personifies the area that he calls the loneliest and oldest highway in America, US-50, the Lincoln Highway. His website, www.lincolnhighway.com, chronicles this dusty road that makes its way through central Nevada like a rattlesnake through sagebrush. I spoke with Rollin about the fall of the famous shoe tree near Middlegate, Nevada, around Christmas 2010, and how his website is preserving the history of this Wild West roadway, the Lincoln Highway. This American Road Trip Talk is brought to you by Chautauqua County, New York. Come to Chautauqua in June and get ready for summer with a new hobby or skill during Chautauqua in June, a celebration of vacation and lifelong learning, June 3rd through the 23rd, 2011. The three-week festival is packed with more than 50 workshops held indoor and outdoor settings throughout Chautauqua County, New York, the world's learning center. It's been called the loneliest and oldest road. We're talking about US-50, the Lincoln Highway in the state of Nevada, where up until recently there was a very special tree called the Shoe Tree near the city of Middlegate, Nevada. Vandals sadly on December the 30th, cut that tree down. With us right now to talk about that stretch of road and about the shoe tree is none other than Rollin Southwell, who is the person who has founded the LincolnHighway.com website and knows an awful lot about that stretch of road. Rollin, welcome to the America Road Trip Talk. Thank you. Roland, tell us about this oldest and loneliest road, first of all. Uh, give us some idea of, of what it's like. Uh, you know, the article some 20 years ago, a uh, uh, journalist labeled that the, old, the loneliest road in America, and uh, it became quite popular, and uh, the state of Nevada didn't like it, so they, so they uh, uh, started to do an anti-campaign, and then they decided, hey, maybe we ought to... Go with it. So they went with it. And, this is, and that's how it became the oldest, loneliest highway in America. And when I got involved, I call it the oldest because it was part of the first Lincoln Highway, transcontinental highway. Many people uh, don't realize that, but the Lincoln Highway predated any numbering system in America. Well, when did it start? The Lincoln Highway was first founded in 1913. The numbered highways didn't come in until about 1926, 27, when there were probably uh, 250 named highways, and it became so confusing they decided to simplify it with a numbering system. So this Lincoln Highway then was an attempt to to get a road that would stretch from the East Coast all New York to San New York to San Francisco. New York to San Francisco. How long did it take to put that together? Well, it was a series. Of of putting the making, uh, I think basically it wasn't building an actual road, although they did do a lot of road construction. But it was more putting an uh, actual map through there where they were for the people coming from the east going to the west. See, nobody knew was how to get there. So uh, <laughs> in, the, in the old wagon times, they used to have a, a wagon master who knew the routes. Right. In the days of the Lincoln Highway, they didn't have that. So a lot of those roads over there. 
are, we're all one mining town to the next mining town. So now, tell, quite a thing. Yeah, Ronald, tell us a little bit about uh, Middlegate, Nevada, where the shoe tree existed. Uh, if you could describe for our listeners right now what what the shoe tree was and what it looked like. Okay, uh, uh, the shoe tree was probably uh, at the base, probably uh, two feet thirty inches across, and it was rather tall. And I was always fascinated personally by these people that would throw those tree- shoes up in the tree. They were quite high, and I always wondered how they threw them up there. But I suspected sometimes they actually climbed up the tree, but I, I couldn't get, I couldn't do that, so I didn't leave any tree in shoes. But uh, now, now Middlegate is, is a unique, dry desert uh, wilderness area, and it, there were three places, and the gates themselves implied that they were uh, a gate, physical gate that the early pioneers had to open and close to keep the cattle in line, and there was an east gate, middle gate, and west gate, and middle gate uh, was closed on and off during the days of the Lincoln Highway. Now today, middle gate is open, and it's driving a nice little bar there, and if you ever want to go see what the west was like, that's a place to see. A lot of old antiques hanging around there, and cowboys coming in and having a snort and type thing, so it's kind of a fun little place. So there's... So, uh, there, Rollin, there are still some legitimate cowboys out there who stop by for, uh, oh, you, as you said, a story. You better believe it. You better believe it. <laughs> now, yeah. I don't, I don't imagine they ride in on their horses, or, or, the, or do they ride in on their horses? Oh, don't, 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 don't rule that out. Don't rule that out. <laughs> you know, one time I was, I gotta tell you this kind of funny story. I, uh, I was at a, uh, well, Halloween costume party for the kids. And this guy came in like a genuine cowboy, like a big belt buckle and hat, you know, and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, well, who, who are you? And he says, well, I'm here to pick up my granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought he, I thought he, I thought he was a, uh, you know, uh, somebody dressed up, but he was a genuine cowboy. <laughs> he was the real thing. He was the real yeah. thing. And uh, yeah. now, does anybody have any ideas why somebody would cut this tree down? Talked to a couple of people, and I think they they don't really know. But the, uh, one comment was it was a smooth, professional cut, so I don't think it was any amateur doing it. So that would be an interesting thing to look at. It is, yeah. I noticed in the picture that we have of it that it looked like somebody took a pretty sizable chainsaw and knew what they were right. doing and mm-hmm. cut that. It was a clean cut across the bottom, as you said. Yeah. Nobody was uh, trying to hack it down. Ha- has anybody ever? Counted the number of pairs of shoes that were up there? Oh, no, no, no. That would be take you quite take you a good part of a day. I, so what's has it just stayed there now by the side of the road? Yes, it's been there for all those years, and every once in a while you see a new pair of shoes up there. You know, like one of them maybe you know, first time you went through before there wasn't any blue shoes, and there's a pair of blue <laughs> shoes up there now. Well, but the question I actually was more is the I know the tree's been cut down. Ha, ha, is the tree still there? Cut down? Have they just left it there? As near as I can tell, yes, it's still there. It's laying mm. there. Mm. Now, is this going to have an impact on Middlegate, Nevada? Because as I understand, people, you know, would come by to see the tree and then would stop in the Middlegate. It was kind of important to the city of Middlegate. Yeah, well, yeah, it may, it may. You know, Middlegate's only one bar in a, a, <laughs> uh, 
cafe. You know, you say the town. I, I don't know if I call one bar a town. <laughs> well, out there in the middle middle of the desert, it, it might uh, count as, as as a town out there. <laughs> what probably would. Tell me a little bit more about the Lincoln Highway, since this is you know kind of your specialty here with your website, LincolnHighway.com. Um, what are some of the other key places on that Lincoln Highway? That section of it out there. Well, uh, it was it was probably uh, the most desert. Uh, the Lincoln Highway Association itself spent more money in Nevada to fix the roads because they were so bad, and the roads were were primarily old wagon trails, so they're very primitive. And, and uh, a lot of the area, if you were go, if you were going to take a trip today, say I want to follow the old routes. Some of the old routes you couldn't follow with your normal car today, but they were doing it in the old times with the, with cars, you know, with 1913 model cars. Mm-hmm. So that's always, and they've done a lot of remodeling and, and, and building up. So it, that was, to me, is the most is exciting fi- thing, the way the XRS. Is 50 still, I mean, this is US 50, is this still passable, uh, this stretch, oh, they call the loneliest and oldest? Oh, yeah, yeah, that was, the, it was 50. They 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 did a major major uh, improvement in I think about 1924-26 and straightened a lot of those old roads out. So 50 that became 50, and that's uh, what they called the loneliest highway in America. And uh, you can see a map of that, by the way, folks, uh, a really good one on LincolnHighway.com, which is uh, Roland Southwell's website. Um, what are some other things that people can find on the website there? Well, my goal is to <clears throat> put as many photographs as I can up there, and uh, I'm, that's where we're at right now. We're, we're putting, uh, and I'd like to invite anybody that's interested in, has a photo they'd like to put up there, that they would contact me, and, and, and I would be happy to upload it into my webpage. Well, that's... Uh, I've been working, I've been working with a new program. It's, it's kind of an interesting thing from Google that, that helps me create the maps and, mm-hmm. uh, Mm-hmm. That's been a uh, that's been a learning curve, if I if I may say that. Uh, and it 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 sounds like uh, you've done pretty good for yourself. Pardon me, as I'm looking at well, this. You. This is a pretty sophisticated site, and uh, gives you, as you said, connects with Google Maps, so you can look very specifically at areas of the Lincoln Highway. Well, we are sorry uh, about the passing of this uh, shoe tree, and. Uh, I don't know. Is there another tree anywhere in the area that might serve as a, a new shoe tree? Well, yeah, there were a series of trees, four or five of them in that area. See, these these trees were probably unique because they were they were the type that needed water. You know, some of the old pines don't need water, but these were the leaf trees, mm-hmm. whatever they call them. The and, right? uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they might be, but I don't know if they're... If, if they're going to allow it, or we know how that goes. So anyway, be honest. Well, Roland, I want to thank you very much for being with us and sharing about uh, this lonely stretch of highway called the loneliest and oldest road in America. It's part of the Lincoln Highway, US 50. And again, for for those of you who would, who would like to take uh, Roland up on his uh, his request here, if you've got a picture of the Lincoln Highway you'd like to contribute to this, there's lots of wonderful old shots of uh, stretches of the highway there. Then you can. Visit LincolnHighway.com, and there's a contact uh, uh, button on there that you can use to get in touch with him. Roland, thank you so much for sharing the story of that. And, uh, again, we're sorry that that tree has been cut down. And who knows, maybe somebody will get another pair of shoes and toss them up and start a new tree 
a new shoe tree along this loneliest stretch. You never know. You never know. Uh, <laughs> Nevada is one of the uniquest parts of America. <laughs> Certainly is. And you, I might say, are one of the, the most unique people that I've interviewed talking about this. It sounds like you've, at, at a retirement age and uh, an advanced a few years on, have taken on a yeah, yeah. The digital you world by storm. Roland, thanks so much again for yeah. talking with us. Been my pleasure. Thank you again. This American Road Trip Talk has been brought to you by Chautauqua County, New York. Come to Chautauqua in June and get ready for summer with a new hobby or skill during Chautauqua in June, a celebration of vacation and lifelong learning. June 3rd through the 23rd, 2011. The three-week festival is packed with more than 50 workshops held in indoor and outdoor settings throughout Chautauqua County, New York. The World's Learning Center. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and will join me here again soon as we travel more of the American road and get to know the fascinating people we meet along the way. Don't forget to visit our website at AmericanRoadMagazine.com for our most recent issue, blogs, travel tips, special deals, and so much more. Or find us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for the latest American Road news. For the American Road Magazine, I'm Foster Brown, reminding you that the joy is in the journey.